1: You are listening to Metal Shop's Backstage Pass.
0: Hey, what's going on?
2: It's uh it's actually it's quarantine, man. I'm gonna start calling these the quarantine sessions, I think. This is uh this is interesting, man. Sure. It's a, my first video interview, uh and, and it's uh it's fitting that it's with a good friend of mine, Brian Ortiz, uh from Zabalba. From uh let me see if I get this right. Zompontly? Zompantly, yeah. Yeah, close enough. Close enough, okay. Zompantly, and then uh Mortuary Punishment, a couple of his side projects metal shop and local we're on hiatus right now because we're uh, actually told to stay inside we're still told to stay home yeah. here and i think that that's the responsible thing to do for all, all of us to stay home but you know it's kind of funny that that uh, we're told that the way to save lives it's not to go out and fight it's literally just sit around and watch movies. So, Hey, I'm okay with that. I'm saving lives.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And my business just stay home.
2: (laughs) So, uh, how's things going for you, man? How's, are you freaked out at all? Are you, are you nervous? Like what's going on in your head? How are you man handling all of this anxiety or, um, how's it going? I mean, yeah. I mean, it's
1: it's a lot of. I noticed like, I mean, I already like have like crazy anxiety, uh, like in sure. like just part of being me. But uh, it's definitely been like tenfold the past couple weeks. And uh, I mean, I'm not like I, like I'm worried, but I'm not too worried. Like I'm somewhere right in the middle, you know. Like like I'm taking whatever precaution that I can and that, that's within my power, and then I'm just you know just just going with it. And but yeah, it, it, it's it's a little scary, man. Like like when you like. Just cough and you're like, wait, where the f- did that come from? Where you like yeah. sneeze? Where the where the f- did this come from? And but yeah, it's it, it's scary, but I, I'm I'm handling. It. Unfortunately, like I still have to go to work every day. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Are you gonna, yeah, yeah. I you're mean, an essential business or something, or actually no. Uh, and, and the the funny thing is uh, uh, is we definitely have the power to set up remote, but they just haven't done it yet. So I think tomorrow is when we get like our. Good, good. good. Are, uh, like the protocol of to, to start doing that because I guess that's what they've been working on and stuff. Yeah. So Hopefully soon. Yeah. So and, and they actually my work. Um, I I didn't know this because some of those things I don't read because it's just way too fing wordy for me to understand sometimes. Yeah. Because I'm a dumbass at heart. But like, <laughs> <laughs> like they, uh, um, like I I didn't know, but the basically the, the last week I, I've I've gotten like a dollar a dollar and a half raise for the time being. And I got, they, they, gave Hazard us, day. yeah. And they gave us five, <laughs> uh, five extra PTO days just just okay. thrown in there and, and you could take them whenever you want. And so like, they're doing what needs to be done. And then they're separating the employees. So like, like employees don't sit right next to each other at, yeah, at their yeah, desk. Yeah. So they're, they're doing what they can. And I'm glad that like, you know, eventually we are going to be remote for for the time being. And not, like, I think that'll like make me feel a little safer mm-hmm. and you know, Cause I, 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 like, I, I, I want to work, like I want to work, I want to make money, but I, at, the, at the same time, like, you know, like I want to live
2: <laughs> Yeah, for sure. And you want others to live and, and yeah. we, we want to all be safe. And Hey man, you know what, if, if you're forced to not work for a little while, I think you might come up with some pretty good riffs.
1: You know what? I, I thought of that too. And, and, and uh, I might, I might take advantage of, of those, those PTO days that they're giving us because yeah. Like yeah, I, I just started writing again like a couple days ago, and and like found like like a nice little rhythm. I had like a little, uh, I hit a little wall, but like I I, I know that I just need to stop doing what I'm doing and just kind of focus on something else and come back to it. So that's what I'm doing. So basically, like like so the, the next my next day off is Friday, and then I'm gonna get back to it and start writing again. and Just around put, put me in, in a full quarantine, and yeah, I'm gonna get so fucking bored that all I do is play guitar, and then. Yeah. We'll see what
2: happens (laughs) better than just sitting around watching Pornhub or playing video games. Right.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Oh, but I mean, you could you can catch up on on a lot of uh, series. So that's true. That's always cool. But, but like, yeah, eventually I think I would have a guitar in hand or something and just like, and then once I get the itch it just it just pause whatever the f- I'm watching it and then go riff for a little bit.
2: Absolutely, man. You um are getting ready for a launch of your third full length record, I believe. It's the third full length on Southern Lord, right? Well, it's
1: the third on Southern Lord, but it's our fourth for as a band. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. And it's yeah.
2: called uh, Anos en Infierno.
1: Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Oh. It just translates to years, years in hell, awesome, years man. of pain, like years of anguish, that kind of.
2: The artwork is incredible. Again, some Seagrave art uh, kind of going along with your guys' theme. Um, would you say? I mean, it's they're, they're all kind of in a way similar, but like uh, it's just... Obviously, yeah. you guys kind of have a, an image and a theme. Um, do you guys mm-hmm. give him... How do you guys work with Dan Seagrave? Cause he's like an icon in the world of metal art. Yeah. Do you give him like the album? Do you give him a concept or how do you guys go, uh, and, and create the uh, artwork
1: for, from, um, I know the fur for the, Morta, uh, what we did was we gave him some lyrics and he kind of okay. went with that. And then with, uh, with Dieta and, and, uh, Adios, we, um, gave him like the titles and I actually, I, with those two, I think we just gave him just the, the, the titles and, and what the, they kind of meant to us or what they meant to Nate. Yeah. Nate was the one that mainly corresponded with him. Okay. And, uh, so, um, well, he gave him that information and then he kind of just ran with it, but he would, he would message us, uh, sketches and say, Hey, I got a, here's the concept I have for this. Here's the concept I have for this. And this, pit, Pick, he would usually send us three, three or three or four, um, and he would send us these sketches, and, and we basically pick which one we thought was the coolest one, and then that's how we settled on, on the other ones. And uh, so was, with this one, like he had a, a really cool concept, and we we're like, oh, like it's funny because like. This one was like the hardest one to choose because like they were all like best ideas, and we were like, oh, what, 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 what we're <laughs> right? <laughs> and then, but then we started like, kind of like narrowing it down to which one was a little bit more us, yeah. And um, and and you know what we were trying to you know get with this record and and which concept that he pitched to us that that we liked the most, and we ended up on that one. And then, uh, it's, uh, that's actually only a portion of the artwork. Uh, it's going to be a wide cause he did a gatefold for us. Like oh, he never does gatefolds yeah. and we asked him like, Hey dude, like, can you do a gatefold for us? And he's like, yeah. And since like, I mean, we, we've been coming back to him yeah. each record. He yeah. was like, Oh, he was, he was like, yeah, dude. He's like, I don't normally do gatefolds, but he's like, for you guys,
2: your repeat customers, you're like, a- uh, <laughs> Dude, you're like the regular Dude, yeah. clientele for him, so I, I'm sure yeah. he appreciates you guys as much as you appreciate him. So,
1: yeah, for sure. And I think I think like like um you were saying, like you know, they're all kind of like similar. They're not mm-hmm. the same, but they're similar. Yeah. I, the, the, the the best way I can describe it is they're all in the same universe. Like it's the same Zababa universe for each. You know, it's just a different kind of learning a different well, just vibe. And look at this. Wait, hold on. It's
2: right there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's all mirrored and messed up. So that. Yeah. That, that,
1: that all right cool yeah i have all my records hanging up i mean ironically not in my music room in, in my room but maybe i'll in here well the art behind you looks similar so yeah, the, the Chitonita. Yeah,
2: absolutely, man. Um, so I got to ask, dude, so uh, you guys um, you guys don't play that much anymore. You guys don't do too many tours. Uh, you play here and there. And um, honestly, I got to say, I was surprised that you announced you were coming out with a record because almost for a little while there, it almost seemed like you guys were focusing on other things, possibly even... Yeah alluding to, you know, calling it quits. Um, was there ever, was that ever a thing or have you guys always know that you want to do another record? Uh, what did it take for you guys to like buckle down and, and and get another thing going?
1: It's just one of those things that like life happens and all kinds of things. And like, we had been writing this record for a couple of years. Um, if we didn't have life to handle and all that, I think we could have written this record a lot quicker but then it wouldn't be the record that, that, that it is right now, you know? Like, so there's a, a give and take, but um, it, it's just, it's just mainly life and the, and schedules, conflicting schedules. I mean, I, I mean, you know, Nate, Nate's work schedule could, could be really hectic and we kind of have to correspond with, with, with him. But now yeah. that, you know, Jason's got like a, a serious, you know, nine to five, or it's, it's just you know it's just just really hard for us to actually get to, e- even jamming like I, I would have like there's so much stuff that didn't make it on onto the record because yeah. we just couldn't find the, the time to jam and then when we finally got everything written that we wanted it, it was you know we you know buckled down and, and recorded and, and and jammed them out and stuff like that but like it just it's just it's just hard to to get us together honestly yeah. And and you know like outside of like like i mean i still like see like the guys you know pretty regularly i like like not as often as i like to or, or as as we like to because mm-hmm. you know like i said that's that life
2: it's um, cool to see though man and, and yeah. it, i'm stoked for it because you guys are one of my favorites you guys are my dudes i'm stoked to see you guys again and uh mm-hmm. let's let's hope northwest terror fest happens a lot of craziness yeah yeah a lot of craziness happening in the world right now so let's just kind of take it as it goes you can't really. I mean, yeah. it's hard to make plans right now, you know?
1: Yeah, no, no, <laughs> I hear you. And just one of those things We're just, um, like you said, like what we're doing over here is just kind of taking it as it, as it comes to us and just, just going with the flow, seeing what happens and, you know, just, handling it
2: but you guys kind of are producing a soundtrack for the end of the world so that's fitting right? <laughs> yeah
1: yeah yeah i mean uh, I, I think it's one of those things like it, 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 it's either going to be the soundtrack to the end of the world or it's gonna you know make you immune to this virus and scare it away <laughs> I don't
2: know. Uh, we can, o- we can only hope, man. So, yeah. uh, so
1: what's, it's uh, the cure.
2: give us a, give us a little taste, man, because obviously we can't play any songs from it, but give us a little taste, man. Like what's, uh, what's something we can expect from the record.
1: Um, I mean, if, I mean for, for, for fans that like have been listening to, to the band since like our inception or, or, or even, from Asta on like, I mean, like each record has gotten progressively more like just closer to straight up death metal. And I think this is For sure. basically going to be that it's just going to be, you know, a, a, a little bit, it's just going to be a little bit more death metal and do metal than the last record. And, uh, but, but when we, we still have like, like that, that groove that, that I think hardcore kids can, can, can vibe with, but I think it's going to be, uh, um, uh, just one of those records that kind of like brings different, Types of other together, you know, like kind of like the Cro-Mags or like, uh, you know, like Blood for Blood or something like that, or you know, just, you know, that's something that, that everybody likes to, like, you know, metalhead with it, you know, and hardcore kids, the punks, with it, you know, that's, like old, yeah. ro- old, old rocker fools. Just, just one of those records, you know, but, um, yeah, I, I'd say like our, our doom, our doom and death game has just been up just a little bit and, while still retaining our, our, like, you know, our groove and, you know, kind of like hardcore essence, you know, uh, it's all there. It's all there. It's all there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, I, 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 I hope you guys enjoy it. <laughs> it's heavy. It's, 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 it's probably our, our heaviest record. I think Jesus sound, sound sound wise, just yeah. From the production and everything It's just Arthur did it. An, an amazing problem capturing what what we wanted and then like I gave them like ideas of of what we might have wanted the sound to or the record to sound like I basically yeah. told them I want the like sustain and heaviness of like a doom crowbar you know record, but I also want like a little bit of dirtiness from like an obituary record and I was like, if you can make that happen with and then combining what we do, then, that and that's basically what he did. He just and I think he captured that very well. So I'm I'm pleased, and I can't wait to show everybody. Like it's it's that's definitely awesome. like, yeah, definitely. Some sh- we worked we worked a lot, really hard for this because it's like I said, it's hard to get us all together. So we made it happen and I hope people appreciate it. And if they don't, I, I don't care regardless. Cause I'm so proud of what we did.
2: There you go. What, tell me a little bit about working with Arthur because uh, he's worked from everyone from power trip to soul fly to Chromex. I mean, this suits uh, and to inquisition and, and some black metal projects. This guy's like a, uh, he's a legit metal producer. Um, this is the first time yeah. you guys have gone, uh, I think out of state to do the record and,
1: and uh, work yeah, on man. a record full time. Uh, what was the, what was that like? Dude, it, it was, it was, uh, it was fun. It was, um, it was definitely fun to be around him because it was strictly, it was just fucking just business during the daytime. Like we'd wake up in the morning and it was always like me, Arthur and Jason getting up at the crack of dawn. We'd go to the studio for like, uh, 10 hours and 10 10 plus hours and and do that but then we get home and like instead of f- and sleeping we f- just party and just drink and nice and and just just you know just shoot the sh- and you know to talk about what we're gonna do talk about how it's going you know sh- like that how the records Wait, going and,
2: are you guys drinking and I, I i don't i don't believe it,
1: dude. <laughs> you believe it man because it happened <laughs> but uh, uh it, it was it, it was cool it was definitely like a, an experience that we had never done before because the uh uh, shout out to uh uh, the the platinum underground too that studio is like otherworldly and 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 for us because we sometimes we're we're just like holy like like this can't be real this place is like a multi-million dollar studio yeah uh, this dude's like you know a cave and again it was it was a beautiful studio and it the record came out like very, like, like when you hear the record, you're just like, holy, shit, yeah, this sounds like it was, it was, you know, recorded in some fancy schmancy studio, but it's, it's mostly Arthur too. Cause he's, yeah, it, it was, it was great work with him and, you know, just being locked away for, for a week, uh, in, in Arizona and just like hanging out with, with him and uh, shout out to John. Uh, yeah John in, uh, from platinum underground too for later us you know, uh, for taking care of us while we were in Arizona at a city. That's awesome. Really cool. I definitely want to go back there and, you know, give them some business.
2: <laughs> well, tell me a little bit about, uh, your side project. So I have both the, your records, you have mortuary punishment, which you started first and then Zompontly. Are you still doing mortuary punishment? or Are you focusing more on Zompontly?
1: I'm focusing more on Zompontli. Zompontli is a little bit more of like a passion thing for me. I really want to do just like, a a vibey like death doom project with like a lot of black metal kind of like vibes and like like the ritualism of like black metal yeah um i i really want to do that it's like a passion project for me because i know it's something that so was not really you know about and mortuary punishments a little like more like just kind of like just grunty tough guy like like metal so but this is like it basically mixes both of those into one thing, but adding the ritualism and like the, the kind of like theatrics, um, that's, I'm, I'm more focused on, um, mortuary punishment. Like I, I just did like, like I literally wrote that demo in, in a couple of hours wow. on a Saturday, on a Saturday. Yeah. I wrote it in a couple of hours on a Saturday, and then like I got enough like positive feedback that I was like, you know what, I'm just going to try to like, like record this and see you know how it goes and see if I can make tapes. And I tried to do everything myself just to see how, like if I could do it and, yeah. and it, it it went very well. So like, like I basically tried to take that same energy and, and do it to something that was a little bit more serious. And like um, some like was basically like that project. And like, I wanted to take it a little bit more serious, but at the same time, like, I like, I'm, you know, I, I got, I got, you know, rent to pay. I got all kinds of, f- so yep, it's like, yep. well, what if I try this to record it myself? And, you know, and, and that's what I did. So I was like, dude, I, I can get this music out. and You know, on my own dime that I don't have. <laughs> so I was like, I'll, I'll just, I'll just record everything myself. And that's what I did. And I mean, it doesn't sound the best, but I mean, you get the gist of it, you get the idea and then like, hopefully somewhere down the line, I can, actually record it and, 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 you know, get to get an actual record done and, and, you know, do whatever I got to do with that. And, well,
2: it know, seems like, and, uh, yeah. it was a side, it was a side project solo thing. And then you got asked to play a show with crowbar. Uh, I'm assuming the show is probably not going to happen though, mm-hmm. right now. Or did it get canceled? No, Yeah. No, yeah cause
1: it, it was supposed to be last Tuesday and it, it, okay. got, it got, got canceled because crowbar, um, basically they uh, they were touring, um, out to LA to meet up with Sepultura and and sacred Reich, So, uh, they were going to play that show and then start the tour the next day with uh, Sepultura, uh, a couple of their shows on the way to California got canceled and then the Sepultura gig got canceled. So then that they're just like, okay, we're, we're not going to, we're not going to do anything. And
2: the, everything's canceled. The world is canceled right now.
1: (laughs) Which, you know, for someone that's already anxious, like, it's not that big of a deal for me cuz I'm like, like my normal anyway so like whatever. So social isolation <laughs> is normal for you? Uh I wouldn't say complete isolation but definitely social like I just hang out with my fiance at the house with, with our yeah. dog and and we just chill. Um I, I will, I'll go to my family sometime. Um so I'm definitely like like I mean I, I do have some social life but but it's it's not not that much these days cuz I, I just try to kind of keep to myself to save money. And I know like when I'm around people like I is, is when I become generous and want to just money to have a good time. Yeah. You
2: can't be around.
1: I can't really do that. I can't be around people because they, they, they.
2: then you'll buy them. (laughs) them. Yeah, exactly.
1: Exactly. Dude. So yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm just trying to nowadays I'm just trying to eat right and, and drink way less and just, just, you know, just, Right wrist I like <laughs> it. what I'm just trying to do. <laughs> but uh, what what I was going to ask is uh
2: so you got the band uh you got a band together to play live because you were getting ready to play that crowbar show. So yeah. you have a full yeah. lineup now?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I, I have, I have guys that I have guys that that, that are down. Um, we just need to, to correspond. Like w- once all this stuff uh, bl- blows over, we're going to try to plan uh, a show and uh, like a, a, a proper first show and um, try to, try to get it off the ground. And it's, it's going to be extremely part-time. I don't want to, I don't want yeah, yeah, to yeah. play too much. And like, it's, you know, but, but we're going to do what we can. Yeah. I have a, I have a, a couple of good friends lined up and, so I'm, I'm stoked to, you know, get it or try to try to get this off the ground with some shows and you know do my thing or our thing.
2: Well, I'm stoked for your side projects. I'm stoked for the news of Zabalba record. You guys are teasing it with an artwork by Dan Seagrave, but I got some mm-hmm. questions here for you a little bit more, uh, just kind of basic questions, but I threw in mm-hmm. some fun ones, uh, that are kind of more geared toward, I know some of your tastes. So, yeah. uh, What's uh? Tell me a little bit about, uh, what was growing up in Pomona like, uh, for you? Uh, uh, and what was like the music scene in Pomona? Cause I know you kind of first got into like punk and, and hardcore music. Yeah. Was there, was there a big punk and hardcore scene in Pomona? Uh,
1: you know, surprisingly that there, I mean, like Pomona is, is, I mean, it's your typical kind of working class kind of like, uh, you know, quote unquote gang infested area. Yeah. Um, but it's, um, surprisingly with that, that, type of culture and that type of like, you know, activity that was going around in, in, in the neighborhoods around here. Like there was actually a lot of like a good number of punk punkers and like, um, eventually hardcore kids, uh, um, you know, but, uh, mostly like punkers and like metalheads because uh, of, uh, um, the glass house. So There was a venue called the glass house. Oh yeah. I saw the uh, gates there with you. Yeah. It, yeah. Remember? Yeah. That's great. Hell yeah. And, uh, so that, um, because, because of that venue, it, it brought a lot like a, you know, just, a lot of cool things and, and punk was they, they would constantly do punk shows um i mean for a while that like it became like the punk like hangout but like even when, when there wasn't like punk shows going on there uh, kids would just go over there just to kick it and, and, and just just get into trouble get all. yeah that part of pomona was um kind of like a, a like a i always called it the, the growing up the neutral spot because you didn't really have ah. to worry about like like gangs or or, or or you know dudes hitting you up you know asking you what neighbor you're from or neighborhood you're from you know um, it was a spot that like they never really went to because it was a, a kind of a, a around that time it was kind of a, like a dead downtown area like they had the glass house and they had like this little shop called monkeys to go and then they had the fox theater but it was like a rundown theater that that did just some raves here and there but um it uh it, it, it was yeah there was a lot of a lot of punk stuff going on and then like when, um, we started playing like more, like when I started playing like hardcore shows in, in like my first band, we would, uh, that's when like, I noticed like hardcore kind of started getting like infused and, and to put them on a little bit more um, cause they started doing a lot more hardcore shows at the glass house too with, with the punk yeah. shows and they kind of just got rid of punk shows altogether because they were just, they became too violent and too, too crazy. And then like, and then the hardcore shows didn't last too too much longer because same thing, you just got too <laughs> violent, too crazy. And, uh, yeah. but, uh, but I mean, every blue moon, they'll, they'll, they'll do like a hardcore, like a hardcore, more like, like a metal thing. Sure. But they, they still do metal shows and stuff like that. And, it's it, it's yeah it, it was definitely a, a cool place to grow up a, a lot of into like a lot of stuff going on like you know amazing mexican food amazing and, oh yeah it, yeah yeah oh yeah because uh, this this the city's i think 79 percent. Uh, i mean it, it's it's the fourth largest uh um city in los angeles county so wow. and it, and it's 79 like 79 80 percent uh uh you know latino hispanic and mexican you know and so, yeah, there's good Mexican spots here, but I, 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 my favorite, I know, I know you're going to ask top three, I, top three, top three. Um, I would say Tijuana's tacos, um, best just, just taco spot. I yeah. think it, it has like that, that TJ style, um, that TJ style of tacos with the like guacamole chili. And then, um, I would say, um, Mexico lindo, but th- yeah. Mexico lindo. Cause, uh, my family, we, that's like the spot that we went to, like after church every week yeah. growing up. And then even today, like, like, like when we are all together and we don't feel like cooking, it's just like, I'm gonna go to Mexico lindo or let's all just go to Mexico lindo and dine in or we'll go pick something or, you know, whatever. So, um, it's definitely like a comfort spot for us, uh, for my family. So Mexico lindo. And then, uh, I would say, I would say, um, I don't know. It's kind of hard to pick because well, I have a, about, a, a menudo spot that, that I go to when I when I'm hungover. Okay, okay. To, to get menudo, and like, like people don't know menudo is like one of the best is, is like a top tier hangover feel good cure. Like it makes you feel good, and and it it, it almost it, I don't know if it's in my head, but it almost cures your your hangover almost like within minutes of eating that. And is then that the, the cure like,
2: for the coronavirus? Menudo? you know it, it, it might be because
1: <laughs> you can, uh, I, I mean I don't know the, the, the proper numbers but Mexico has like very very minimal uh, cases <laughs> and they won't even let Americans into the country. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna have to go with uh, uh, this new spot because uh, since like, like I have kind of uh, uh, cut down my my meat uh, intake um, there's this place called Borreguitas uh, uh, in Pomona that, that's a vegan uh, it's all vegan Mexican food and nice. Spa. Yeah. So I'd say my Boraguitas, but, but, uh, yeah, yeah. Haritos, J- no shout out for the menudo. <laughs> uh, well, Brian, wh- uh, where do you go after church these days? Uh, to <laughs> my room to, to, to play music.
2: <laughs> Growing up in Pomona. Uh, what was the fir- yeah. What was the first CD you ever purchased on your own? Uh, like the not- very first
1: CD yeah. I ever purchased.
2: With your own money, not given to you by a cooler older brother or like your your mom or your grandparents, like the first one you actually purchased on your own.
1: Okay, well, I got, I got two answers. So the very first CD that I purchased, it wasn't with my money, but it was with the gift card that my dad gave me because he got a gift card for uh, his birthday. But he's um, at a certain age, he kind of didn't really care to to buy CD, so he's like, "Oh, you can have it." Um, I bought Bush, Sixteen Stone in yeah. the fifth grade. Yeah. And then, uh, but, but when I finally, I, I got some, some birthday money and I bought, uh, and it was like 96 or 96. I think it was. And I bought, um, no, no, actually it, it was a little bit after, after I got that 16 cause it was in fifth grade. So it was my birthday when I was in fifth grade and I bought a uh, corn. Uh,
2: okay. Yeah, dude.
1: Yeah. Blind. <laughs> yeah. Are and you then, ready? And then, yeah. And then my mom got me, like, uh, uh, in between those two CDs, my mom got me uh, uh, Green Day Dookie and uh, Offspring Smash because um, I had, like, mowed the lawn, like, X amount of weeks straight, and, you know. That's right. <laughs> so uh, that was my reward.
2: What were your first hardcore <laughs> and metal uh, bands that you liked, and, and how did you get turned on to those, like MTV or what?
1: Strife. nice uh basically um, my sister was telling me and my cousin about uh it was in the sixth grade um and uh she was telling us about uh because like we started like liking like more like uh, aggressive music and stuff like that and we were listening to all kinds of crazy guardian pantera slayer metallica all that and um but Bad Religion and Pennywise were, were like, and and Rancid were our our favorites too. So like, yeah. she was like, oh, if you guys like punk, like you guys will probably like this band called Guttermouth. And we're like, oh, th- that sounds like a f- crazy name. Like, hell yeah, that sounds sick. Yeah. So uh, she um, told my Nina about it. So for my birthday that that year, it was in '97, and uh, um, it was my birthday. So my Nina bought uh, she bought us all tickets to go see Guttermouth. And it was uh it was Descendents' last tour, oh man, that's awesome, um, so it was descendants headlines guttermouth played under them less than Jake played before them, and then Strife opened the show what a you know, cool there was a band that Hill, played yeah. yeah yeah there was a random there was a random local band that played before Strife, but but we got in like right as they finished, yeah I don't, know, I, don't I literally had no memory of what who it was what they sounded like, but um we, we got in and I, I went and, and we bought a, a gutter mouse shirts and, um, we went to, uh, to go stand up front for a uh, Cause we were just, we, we didn't know anything like any better. So we just went and this band Strive starts playing, Uh-oh. jumping all over the f- place, all kinds of crazy f- dies, energy yep. going on. And then I, I remember, um, it's crazy. Cause uh, I, I started tripping out cause, uh, uh, around that time, like a bunch of like news outlets were doing these in like weird stories on like straight edge and like hardcore punk yeah. and stuff like that. So straight I, yeah. So like I, I, I saw this, th- these kids with X's on their hands cause they were there for strife and, I was like, oh, those are those crazy movies that that are on the news. And And so I was like tripping now. And then of course, like it was nothing to worry about when I started hearing him speak and I'm like, holy, these guys are like, right. He's, he's talking about some positive there. And, And like, um, so like, like that was like my first introduction into hardcore. And then like shortly after that, like my cousin, um, like, uh, like I think like the next year, um, or that, that year we got in, we found like snap case and like stuff like that. And then we started getting like the victory stuff. And then we stumbled on like a, a, a what's the word I'm looking for? A documentary, a documentary VHS called release. Oh, I remember it was that actually, one. Actually, I think done like, yeah. And I think it was done partly by victory records. And then, so that's how we discovered like earth crisis and, and, uh, um, all these other crazy shit that, that was going on. So like that was like another introduction into hardcore and then, just from listening to punk and like, we would, you know, go to like, you, we would like listen to you the today. Cause they were still fast and kind of in the punk realm. And then they were like sick of it all and blood, yep. for blood and Bane. And then, and then just, just kind of snowballed from there. And like, I, I started getting into stuff that was more heavy while simultaneously going back to stuff that I listened to when I was a kid and rediscovering like what it actually was like Pantera Slayer and yep. you know, like, like more metal stuff. And then, so like, I'm just looking for the, the next, like, Crazier, extreme, heavier, and you know, yeah, that's kind of how. That was my my first introduction into like hardcore and and stuff like that. And then of course, headbangers ball, like like when I was growing up too, because Sepultura and oh yeah, like I said, Pantera, all, all that shit. Like I just, yeah, man. And Headbangers was, was a big thing for me and my cousin back in the day, my cousin Paul. Shout out to my cousin Paul.
2: <laughs> well, one thing about you is that uh, you are constantly seeking out new bands and uh, constantly seeking out new doom death metal. You're always uh, posting on your Instagram stories about what you've been listening to. Um, uh, what have been, what have been some bands you've been digging, like maybe in the last week or so, or last couple weeks, newer bands, I, I I
1: wouldn't say that they're they're a newer band, but uh, they just put out a, a new record that's sick that I've been hooked on. Is that um, this black metal band called Blaze of Perdition? Oh, I've heard of um, them. Yeah, yeah, and then and then um, Cult of Fire too. Like like uh, they um, just put out a new record um, that I've been like hooked on, and like I, I waiting for my prayer to get here because <laughs> it was like one of those. I was like, I, I need to have I need to have the so I, yeah I to the record, but yeah, Cult of Fire. Um, uh, some newer bands, uh, or just new records. I don't even know. It doesn't, it doesn't need to be a newer band. Maybe just a, a newer release. Just, just newer. Uh, man, I don't know, man. Like I, I'm constantly like listening to a lot of stuff. Uh, I have my, my Spotify uh, opened up just to give me, Oh yeah. There's this, uh, band. They're, they're actually from, uh, um, uh, from out here. I think, uh, they're called, uh, a, a it's, uh, um, like a, like a Nahuatl, like word. I'm not really sure what it means, but it's like, has that like, kind of like, a like a Mexica Aztec vibe, but it's like black. Oh, metal. wow. Kind say that like, again. Like, What's their name? Uh, a, a Yuali. Oh, okay, cool. Yawali? Yeah, I think that's how you say it. I'm, I'm probably uh, mispronouncing it, but they're from Los Angeles and, uh, it's like, kind of like, uh, like in the realm of like blue hummingbird on the left, all along kind of stuff. And, uh, same, same, same energy, same vibe, you know, just like kind of like really ritualistic, like Mexica black metal, Aztec black metal kind of stuff. And, uh, that, and then like, like that, uh, that band got me, um, to kind of go down a rabbit hole with, with stuff that was put out by them. And there was another band, uh, called, uh, the Viento that's, I think they're from Los Angeles too. So the same thing, kind of like, a um, more of like a melodic kind of black metal, like, uh, like atmospheric black metal. Okay. And, uh, uh, yeah, that and yeah, so some other shit just, just all kinds of stuff, man. Like, um, yeah, dude. I don't. Know. I listen to someone that I have to kind of like go through my my my, my fucking library and see. Oh, okay, this this this. You
2: know? I got to admit that sometimes I take screenshots of your story just so I can find out about some, about some stuff that I don't know about. <laughs> Add it to the metal shop playlist, yeah. man. Hell yeah, man. You yeah, should dude. have your own radio show. Well, let's Just talk. Ran, yeah. Let's talk about Realm of Madness. So, you and uh, some friends actually, you guys have uh, your own um, uh, metal podcast called Realm of Madness, and uh, it's been going on for quite a while now. Um, yeah, not on Spotify. Yeah, um, yeah. What's kept you uh, motivated to do Roma madness, man. It seems like a, a fun vibe going with you guys. Yeah. I mean
1: the main motivation behind it is it's, it's just, a, it's basically just an excuse to, to get together like with, with, with our friends and just kind of hang out and shoot the shit and, like drink a little bit and, and then just record what we talk about. And, yeah. Cause uh, a lot of the times we won't really have anything like planned out. We'll have like a couple like bullet points of what we yeah, talk yeah, yeah. about, but it's just mainly just shooting the shit and, like, and then like lately, we've been trying to, since we, we, we did the Spotify thing or on um, Spotify, we've been trying to keep it to where we get like uh, guests on the show just to kind of make it a little bit more interesting and, and less redundant, and you know, like, Oh, you hear these <laughs> shooting the again for the main time, quoting Goodfellas and Sopranos. Like, you know, it's like, Okay, we've heard that um, a million other times and and we we always use the same references. So it's like, okay, we thought we'd like try to like make it a little bit more interesting by trying to have like a guest on every week and, you know, doing like little mini interviews and just shooting with them and stuff. Well, that's one thing. Yeah, but basically that's kind of what keeps us going is just to hang out
2: realm of madness. So check it out. Uh, that is one thing though about you is, uh, hanging out with you and also little Brian, uh, from, uh, formerly of Zabalba in, uh, supernatural psycho. Is that a band supernatural Psycho. Yeah, Supernatural cycle. And
1: then born center.
2: Yeah. Those bands
1: in, born Sinner um, Sinner too.
2: in New York city. Uh, hope he's doing well over there in New York city, but you guys, um, both you guys have like constant, banter of like you guys are perfect quote like you guys quote movies like no one <laughs> i've ever met before and you were talking about quoting goodfellas and godfather and stuff what are your top three movies
1: to quote um top three movies uh top three i would say quote of course goodfellas yeah. uh, since i already said goodfellas i would say a casino um wedding crashers for sure Definitely, all the Friday movies. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, uh, honestly, the, there's 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 literally countless f- in movies that that we reference and quote, and, and, and even if they're not direct quotes, there's a lot of references and a lot of like, uh, um, you know, paraphrasing and stuff like that, just to kind of make our own. And yeah, it's, it, there's a lot of that sh- going on, man. I mean, the, the, yeah, the, I, I can It was kind of hard to like even like it's kind of hard to even think of what. Cause it's just, yeah, there's just so many (laughs) Sopranos, like, like like everything, like (laughs) one of my favorites is uh,
2: one of my favorites is Dirty Work. That's a very quotable movie.
1: Oh yeah. Oh, Dirty Work. Hell yeah. That's, that's a, that's a good one. Me me and Brian and Jason for sure love to quote that one. (laughs) Yeah. It's, 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 great. He's like, punch you in the stomach, huh? (laughs) Every now and then we'll, we'll we'll use that. And like, you know, for whatever reason, like randomly, we'll, we'll just start saying Mr. Kirkpatrick and yeah, it's just all kinds of stupid (laughs) and like, like just (laughs) references. Well, here's your two we're we're, we're, we're just giant. Yeah. Yeah, Actually the one that that, that we, that we, we say like all the time is like, like smells like fish. He's like, oh yeah. He's like, let's show this guy what we do to f- what we do to f- <laughs> f- Feds, and yeah, we 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 quote that sh- like yeah, all the f- in time. Is he ripping my arm
2: off and beating me with it? Oh my God!
1: Yeah, uh, it's a great.
2: So you uh, are a big Sopranos head, and and I just finished watching it. Uh, shout out anyone that's in isolation right now. If you've never watched Sopranos, oh, I, it, it's not a news. It's not a news flash or anything. You're probably the only person. I thought like I was the last person to watch it, but I finally finished it, and the whole time I was texting you like, Oh my God, I can't believe they killed so and so and all this stuff. Um yeah. you're a huge Sopranos head. Uh who, uh, um,
1: yeah. who I got a Tony Soprano tattoo. Oh my god.
2: <laughs> and your dog is named Soprano.
1: And my dog's name is Soprano. <laughs> uh, t-
2: some of your favorite some of your favorite supporting characters and what are a few of your favorite episodes?
1: Um favorite supporting characters? I I, I gotta go with Sill. Silvio uh, Dante. Yeah, yeah.
2: I know you're a big. He's just, guy. He's just.
1: He he he's one of the like like he's kind of like well, like yeah he's no hell no <laughs> <laughs> he he's just he's just very like very level headed he's very oh, yeah. cool calm yeah. and collect yep. never get, gets over, over you know over emotional with things he's always he wouldn't be sweating coronavirus calculated with him yeah yeah it's, there's a reason why he's he's Tony's conciliary because he's he's like he, has, like I said, he's cool, calm, and collected. He's very insightful. He's smart, but he, he's also down to to do. Something like oh yeah, he killed Adriana. He, he, uh, uh, Spoiler he killed, killed that one guy that was like in his ear in season uh, six. Yeah, spoilers. My bad, bro. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, he. he he's Twenty years ago. Still for sure. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> straight up, but yeah, still for sure. Um, uh, I mean, of course, Paulie won. just because he's a. F- He's just a tough guy. Yeah. Um, Christopher Moltisanti because he was a little bit more complex. Yep. And uh, I, 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 I mean, of course Bobby Bacala because he was just kind of like a sweetheart. Like he was, uh, you know, just he's like, like the only sweet...
2: good human being on that show.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like through and through, very... the only good yeah. human. Yeah. Him and yeah. Him and John, John Johnny Sack were probably like the, the, the most decent on the show, but even though Johnny sack had his flaws, but yeah. But, uh, but the same with, with Bobby, like he, he was very like, you know, he got bullied a lot by, by the other guys, but he also like, when it came, when Bush came to shove and he had to do like some tough, sh- he would do it. And, You know, he'd like, it's just kind of, uh, I find myself, uh, 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 identifying the most with Bacala just because uh-huh. like I, I'm a sweet person at heart, but like, if, Something. If I need to muscle something, then I have no problem, you know, doing that.
2: You remind me more of AJ, actually.
1: <laughs> during his his hey, during his metalhead years, maybe. But 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 I
2: turned into a. <laughs> what was that? What was the character? Bitch. <laughs> what uh, What was the character when he was uh, wearing the leather? It was a joke. It was a joke. Oh,
1: Vito, yeah, Vito. Vito's, you know, Vito too, man. I I, I loved Vito's character because he was awesome. Yeah. He was very funny, and and, and you know the, the the whole gay thing was just just it's sad, dude. Like, like it's yeah. like, like you never you never think about you know a, a, a gay wise guy, and and like I mean I'm sure that that you know is. You know, yeah, real and and they are in the closet because they come out. It's, you know, with Vito, they're going to get. Yep, it's uh, it's sad. It's very sad, and you're kind of just like, oh that sucks, man. Do they really got to kill me? But in that world, is we, I'm going to put a spoiler
2: alert on this video for anyone.
1: Yeah, <sighs> major spoilers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my bad. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I could go on, man. Like, the, there's just so many. <laughs> Well, we won't uh, keep oh, your R- Ralphie. Ralphie Silveretto. Oh man. my god! <laughs> <And Richard April. laughs> Honorable mentions. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> Just for sheer entertainment, those guys yeah. were, were like great antagonists.
2: Absolutely. <laughs> all right, man. I'm not going to keep you all but, night, uh, but I do have one last question. Uh, what are so we all know the big four of thrash, Anthrax, Slayer, Metallica, and uh, and Megadeth. Right. Did I get that right. Anthrax Slayer. Metallica. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: What's easy. Yeah.
2: What's your big four of death metal?
1: Yeah. I, well, I was going to say, I, uh, I'll tell you my big four, but I also got to give you my big, my big three uh, Sopranos episodes.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's right. We forgot that. Big three <laughs> Sopranos Okay. Episodes. So
1: death metal bands, my big four, my personal big four are Morbid Angel, Obituary, Bolt Thrower and Disembowelment. And then Ooh. honorable mentions: death and suffocation.
2: Disembowelment's not one I've <laughs> I've heard thrown in the big four. I like it. That them- oh,
1: I, I love I love disembowelment. I mean, if if you like, like, that's basically what I'm ripping off for when I write uh, some me stuff. Is nice disembowelment and, and, and disembowelment and, and mortician is basically what I'm going for, 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 for that. <laughs> that mortician.
2: Nice. I like oh, how yeah. mortician <laughs> has become like more popular just Dude, on memes.
1: I love it. I love it. I, I I'm all about the, 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 mortician research in span. Cause like, like, uh, I remember I, I got into them like in probably around 2004 is, is when I kind of started listening to more death metal and like, yeah. they were just like, like perfect for me to, to get into, cause it was short, fast, like heavy as, and some of the heaviest songs. And so like, that was one of the first like death metal bands I started getting into around that time. And, and yeah, dude, I was still one, one of my favorites. If
2: you want to talk about
1: ugly tone, but, but that uh, is, uh, that
2: they, is a band with ugly yeah. tone. Oh
1: yes. That's, that is a, <laughs> Oh yeah, man, that's a disgusting tone for sure.
0: <laughs>
2: All right, we're getting to the end of it. Uh, news of Bulba record coming out here uh, in the end of May. Yos and in Fierno, but we do have to ask: What are your three Sopranos episodes to,
1: to okay. start? Okay, uh, I don't want to like like. Uh, I definitely haven't thought out, so I don't want to just say the Pine Barrens because everybody knows that the Pine Barrens is, is one of the greatest. It's so good. And, and and for people that haven't seen it, it's season three, episode eleven, and it was directed by Steve Buscemi. But, nice. uh My favorite, um, without mentioning that, is is uh, season six, episode uh, uh, episode twenty. It's part of two. It's called uh, Blue Comet, and uh, it's the second to last episode. But it's it's basically where New York and New Jersey, everything just f- comes to a, like, oh, yeah. a boiling point. Yeah, and it's just like I I just remember like that the episode. Like it just fucking pops off, and, and and you can feel like the tension and the anxiety that you know is going on, and everyone's just kind of watching their back, preparing yep, themselves, yep, and then yep. you know the, the, the sh- that show episode ends with Tony going to bed with big ass fucking like assault oh, yeah. rifle and shit. So yeah, the the the, the blue comet, and then uh, another one is the White Caps. That's from season four. Um, that one is the one where uh, basically like uh, the, the the Russian the Russian hula calls uh, Carmela and, and you know, is
2: yeah. That's when things went, started to go real bad.
1: And and the the reason like that one is my favorite is because like that, the acting that Edie Falco and Tony, like their, their scenes together where they're arguing, is just so like powerful. And like, you can like feel like the pain in in Carmela and like, where it's like, is is this, is she actually acting or is this real? Like, you know, you you, kind of, yeah, it's, it's a pain that I think a, a lot of people have felt, and I think that's why that one st- sticks out. And then, of course, uh, Army of One. And mm-hmm. if you don't know of Army of One, that's the one where that Jackie Aprile gets f***ing murked because I f-ing hated that douchebag. And yeah, and then, of course, Pauly and... Uh, Pauly Goldsieri and Ralphie are, are beefing in that episode, too. Yep. And, uh, and then, of course, at the end... Of, of the episode, Junior Soprano sings Core Ingrato, which is that a, was a, awesome, an, an Italian like uh, heartbreak song, and oh, it's really beautiful. So that's why that's, that's my top three. But uh,
2: yeah. nice dude, <laughs> <laughs> I like it, dude. That was very well thought out, I appreciate that. Uh, so big Brian, Brian Ortiz from Zabalba, uh, your new record's gonna be awesome, uh, from yeah. Zompontli, uh, from Mortuary Punishment. Uh where yeah. can we fo- where can we follow you and what do you want to plug? Uh
1: uh, uh you can follow me at uh uh some pot- I mean if you can figure out the spelling some potly doom on Instagram, Twitter, uh God of Emptiness with an extra S on all platforms. Uh, also uh this Thursday uh we drop uh, the the first of single, so keep an eye out for that. So and cool. um yeah yeah it's it, it, yeah, I, I'm I'm really excited for, for for that and then um yeah yeah just just I guess just keep an eye out for all that shit and have fun. <laughs> have stay fun and stay safe. <laughs> stay
2: safe. Stay inside. Stay quarantined. Yeah, exactly. Dude. Yeah. Wash your ass. Yeah. Wash your ass. <laughs> Brian, thanks a
0: lot, man.
1: Yeah. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it, night. man. Hell yeah! Thanks for having me. Have a good night.
0: You too. This has been metal Shop's backstage pass.